Welcome to Minisode episode five, where we don't do introductions because that shit takes too long. <laughs> <laughs> We're the people you expected to hear from. Uh, come on. If you're listening, go back, listen to another episode. You'll know who we are, and then you can come come to a Minisode. Listen to a Maxisode. Oh, no. Now with wings. No! <laughs> How do you consistently get me to blush like i don't <laughs> blush that easily i feel like but you consistently press that button ours absorb more fluid no! than the leading brands <laughs> i've absorbed a lot of fluid oh geez okay let's what's day. our topic here i can't stop <laughs> i can't stop this train i can't stop this train <laughs> so twitter's a thing what is this Tweeter. <laughs> Tweeters. It's just like social media platform that's been around for like a little bit, just a little bit. Um, so so we I've recently, I will admit this, for the longest time I've said no to Twitter. Like just I've had an account, but I've like really done nothing with it ever. Mm-hmm. Um and in the past like month or two, I have found solace in Twitter for posting about poly life or for posting about anything that I'm actually feeling. It's like I found, I found the spot that actually works for me when it comes to Twitter. Awesome. And so I've been following all my other queer Christian peeps and that's been kind of nice because there's so many of you all out there on Twitter, on the twit, 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 Twitter. (laughs) I didn't know (laughs) until recently. And one of our friends and um, frequent listeners, um, Jenna DeWitt tagged, me and you in a post and i thought we should talk about it let's do it so crystal posted where are my nb and gender non-conforming people at what led you to realize the gender binary was not for you in what ways did the binary feel wrong and then jenna replied jess and jack talk about this on their podcast lavender mafia not one to listen with the kids around fyi that's (laughs) i feel Uh, like she read us her filth (laughs) It's true. We have filthy mouths like sailors. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Jenna. She's not wrong. Um, <laughs> and, and she also calls out my buddy, Matthias Roberts, who has had some amazing trans and non-binary um, and GNC guests on Queerology Pod. Queerology Pod is pretty great, too. Um, it is. And uh, I was just, I wanted to dive into that question that Crystal poses, the many questions, because... We did have an episode on gender because you and I being genderqueer, non-conforming folks, of course we did our like literal third episode of Lavender Mafia on gender. And mm-hmm. then I think like episode eight or something is about like gender expression or something like that. Yeah. So how can we answer these questions? Like let's let's readdress the issue. Yeah, those are good questions. Um hmm. The first question is more like, yo, where my MB and gender conforming <laughs> folks at? Like, that's like right here. Okay, there we go. Right here. The club, Trader Joe's, <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so true. 
honestly LA like I've not really had nearly as many and then randomly I was in Alabama with my well it wasn't random that I was in Alabama with my girlfriend but randomly I saw I saw and experienced a lot of gender non-conforming folks there including my girlfriend so I was like all right Alabama that's cool. You got to let's give you one good thing. Good for her. I know, right? <laughs> good for all. <laughs> right now, they're not getting the good the the good news. Um, but but Ooh. for sure. Um, so what led you, Jack, to realize that gender binary was not for you? I think I at some point or at some level, I like always knew it, like down deep in my lady parts mm. like i've talked before on the pod about how like some of my earliest memories are of being gender policed by like the men and boys in my life like the gender binary never felt like it was for me i learned to pretend like it was mm. because gender conformity is rewarded and gender nonconformity is punished i didn't even learn how to do that so kudos i guess to you (laughs) (laughs) should that be rewarded she's an actress (laughs) (laughs) i just feel like my gender nonconformingness is what like told on my queerness (laughs) (laughs) if i ever audition for like any sort of acting role and they ask for relevant experience, I'll tell them like, I convinced people that I was straight and they're just going to give me the part on the spot yeah. because I'm so fucking queer. You are. So <laughs> I can't obvious. even imagine. Like I've Maybe seen old pictures of you minutes. and I was just like, who is that? <laughs> that is not Jack. I mean, I looked like I was uh, in a high school production of heterosexual musical. You looked like you were applying for the lesbian role. It was way over the top, um, like, cis het to the point of satire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, happens when you, one, are trying to, like, make up for not being it. And two, when you can only do it poorly because the rules make no sense to you. Mm. So I looked like uh, if an alien like came to Earth and wanted to dress it as a heterosexual for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of accurate. Well, first of all, I'm thinking to myself, like, first of all, gender is bullshit. And I think that Amen. most people don't feel like they fit whatever media and society has told us is is specific to our gender. Mm-hmm. Like, we all in some way or another are like, oh, no, that doesn't really fit me. Like, right. it's it's not the majority of people who go, I fit all of the criteria mm-hmm. of gender. I love all the things about this gender binary. Right. But for me, I mean, like, I've never I've all, literally since I can remember, like you were saying, I, I've always been um, just like didn't feel like a fit in the box Mm -hmm. that was given to me and um, was definitely um, a a tomboy and loved to wear, you know, traditionally boys clothes. Um, And that's what I felt most comfortable in. I ripped so many dresses that I know my mom spent money on and uh, tights (laughs) while climbing trees. Um, And so, 
yeah, it was definitely a a first sign of mm-hmm. <laughs> not really fitting into the the gender binary. Um, but it took me a long, long fucking time to like realize that I could choose something different, mm-hmm. be something different, um, and be okay with. Because for a long time I held on to this idea of like, this is what a woman looks like. And recently I saw um, in a butch fashion club on Facebook that I, um, I'm a part of that I really love, but also has some like every now and then some turfy shit comes, comes into play oh, gross. from older queer women. Mm-hmm. And um, one, it, it wasn't intended this way, but this, you know, 60 something year old woman like made a post about, about like always being transed. I didn't even know that was a fucking word. And it was basically like her frustration in being asked if she was trans, if she was non-binary and how she's allowed to be butch and a woman. And I was like, can't this be something we express celebration about that? Like we can be like given like the opportunity to tell people Actually, I go by she, her pronouns, not they, them. But thank you for asking. Right? I don't know. So it was a weird... God forbid she should be given the compliment being assumed to be trans. Right, right. Have you met us? We're awesome. Thank you. (laughs) I was like, wait, so you want people to assume your gender? um, Even though you're expressing outside of the gender binary? That... Is very confusing to me. Yeah, that's a good point. That doesn't make any sense. Right? Like, and I, what if we just did less of assuming people's genders right. just across the board? Just across the board. And that's like, for me, I, I remember feeling like, hey, a woman can look like this too. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I am a woman. But I'm also... Non binary. And mm-hmm. that was a huge, huge like transformation for me in my my mind was coming to the terms of I can be both gender queer and also call myself a woman mm-hmm. proudly. That was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um the next question that Crystal asks is in what ways did the binary feel wrong? Which we're kind of we're kind of talking about right now. Um, how would you dive into that question? The questions to me, uh, there's a way of interpreting the questions that like other gender binary is for some people, but not for other, right. others. It's like, I I don't think so. I think the gender binary is not for anyone. Exactly. Like, That's it, what I was getting at. Right. It's, it's terrible across the board. Like if you, if you naturally conform to it, like, okay. Sure, but like you shouldn't like you're not free if you have a wall built around you, even if you don't want to go anywhere else, like you're not free. So even if you like naturally fit into the gendered expectations of your culture, you're better off without the binary. And so much more are the rest of us better off without the binary those of us who are punished for not naturally fitting in yeah and to that for that matter like 
it's not gender binary it's gender binaries mm-hmm. like there are so many different ways that expectations are put on men and women that you like might fit one gender binary but not another and you're being punished yeah. for not fitting in to one or more well like i think about like binaries. one of the first things that comes to mind is like um men who work from home mm-hmm. um or who uh are the primary um caregiver right. um in at home with their children you know they're raising their kids um their stay at home dads or um i think about trans dads you know mm-hmm. who maybe carried um and like okay in some weird way they're fitting what you know like the the society told them as an afab individual what they were supposed to do um but obviously they're trans dudes so they're not fitting in um and so like i just there's so many ways that even outside of like like it can even affect what i was saying earlier straight cis dudes (laughs) Mm -hmm. all the way down to trans you know individuals like if it, it, it it can cause issues across the board the gender binaries so i agree gender binaries are bullshit yeah, there's uh, so in Greek mythology, um, this guy named Procrustes. When that he, seems like an unfortunate name. I know, right? He's an <laughs> unfortunate guy. When he would host people at his house, he had a bed, and if you were too short for the bed, he would stretch you until you fit the bed. <clears throat> and if you were too tall for the bed, he would lop off whatever parts of you didn't fit in the bed so that you would fit like the gender binary is uh like a procrastian bed where like if you don't if you don't like quote unquote measure up to the expectations of your gender or what your gender is perceived to be then you have to like stretch you have to manufacture parts of yourself so you fit like I know an embarrassing amount of like early nineties baseball trivia. Oh wow. Because I felt like I had to stretch myself in uncomfortable ways to fit the expectations that were being placed on me. And I also had to lop off things like my emotional sensitivity, like mm. my uh, nurturing instincts uh my like desire to be glam and fabulous like mm-hmm. those didn't fit in the like the procrustean bed of gender that i was born into and so i i both like cut those off and other people like helped cut those off so that i would fit yeah and the pain of both being stretched and having these sort of personality amputations, like it never wasn't obvious to me that the gender binary was not made for people like me. That is a gory and beautiful, beautifully done analogy. I think a lot of us feel the pain to different extents mm-hmm. based on how we just happen to fit these really arbitrary 
definitions of where our personhood should start and end. And we'd all be better off if we just let the people around us be the people who they are. Yeah. I mean, there are parts of my personality that I couldn't contain that were innately seen as masculine, like my leadership abilities. Mm-hmm. And it it's what pushed me out of the church at such a young age. Mm. Um, thank God. <laughs> right? Like, thank God for my leadership abilities being considered masculine because I would have been stuck there because I'm I have commitment issues in the opposite direction. <laughs> like I stay mm-hmm. places longer than I should, and I uh, I would have stayed there longer mm-hmm. if I hadn't been pushed out so harshly. Yeah, there are those unique pains that those of us who could kind of fit the expectations placed on us the the pain that we experience by like subjecting ourselves to them long periods of time i'm thinking about a cishet guy friend of mine uh he came down to visit in the before times and i took him out to a gay club called akbar and i didn't know it but they were having uh their show is called planet queer where like it's all sorts of weird shit (laughs) and inside i was like good good <laughs> let's freak out straighty that's hilarious and uh i love this friend dearly and i was um interested in him having this uncomfortable uh cultural experience and i asked him uh like a, an old man in a diaper almost took a dump on uh the stage into a kitty litter box uh it didn't end up happening but it was real close oh my god um and I, I asked him afterwards, like, what, what he felt about the whole experience about being in the gay club, not just the guy almost taking a dump on stage. <laughs> and he said, that was the first time where I have ever felt like I could be myself. Mm. And I didn't get my gotcha moment, but that was so much better. Like, yep. Like, it's getting to me right now, too, because, like, he didn't feel... Like he could be himself at school or at church or in his family or in his friend groups. But he knew he was surrounded by these queer people who are just being themselves that whoever he wanted to be, like whoever he was, he knew that he was welcome there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And I want everyone to experience the freedom that a lot of us queer people have had to fight to get to experience. Yeah. It is one of the beauties of a lot of queer spaces mm-hmm. is, is having that freedom to, to really be who we are. Um, I think it's, it can be hard um, in certain queer spaces to express ourselves as really 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 genuinely like gender non-conforming mm-hmm. like um just for older queers who fought really hard for certain labels um but but yeah it's a it's a beautiful thing to experience and, and i hope and wish that for everyone mm-hmm. you know yeah 
So honestly, getting rid of the gender binaries and saying fuck gender is something that everyone should be fighting for, mm-hmm. including straight white cis dudes. So that's our thoughts on gender binaries. What do we think? Good? Yeah, let's burn it all down. <laughs> <laughs> that's our vote, Crystal. We want to we burn it all down. If you ever come across something online that you wonder what would Jess and Jack like spout off <laughs> about this tag us in it, please. And if we see it, we'll do a mini set about it. Yes. I would love that so much. Y'all have much better ideas around topics. Most of the time mm-hmm. <laughs> we've gotten so many good ideas from, from our listeners. We love it. So Jenna, thank you so much for tagging us in that and for shouting out the podcast. Um, I know you are the kind of person that just, if you genuinely dig something, you're going to talk about it. You're, you're really cool like that. And that makes me feel even better. It doesn't feel like you're just throwing us out there to throw us out there. It feels like you mm-hmm. really believe in that. So I appreciate that so much. You're awesome. All right, glorious babes, be fierce, keep the faith, and don't fuck it up. Hey, Lavender Mafiosas. As we continue to make fun, sex-positive, thoughtful queer Christian content, we're so pleased by how many of you invite us into your homes to spend some time with us each week. It's like we're part of the same queer, extended, chosen family. And I don't feel like we would really feel like family if I didn't beg you for money. So here goes. Uh, first, we really appreciate those of you who partner with us on Patreon already because we need your support to continue the work we're doing. And there are even more things that we wanna do, like build a website, make Lavender Mafia merch, provide opportunities for community online in person, and to make more podcast content for you all. With what's been going on in our country lately with new threats to queer health and safety all the time, it means more than ever to me to be doing this. And I really appreciate those of you who've partnered with us to make it possible for us to keep doing this. If you want to be one of these people, please consider going to patreon.com slash lavmafia and signing up to be one of our patrons. Thanks, and don't fuck it up.